Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you could be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the free guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey guys, it's Joy here. Welcome back to another episode of Melanin and Miles. Today we have a super fun guest on and that is my boyfriend B. Cherry and we are going to be talking about vacations. So whether or not you are booed up right now, we're going to be talking about some funny stories from when we traveled to places like Mexico, Hawaii, etc. And we're going to be giving you some tips on planning a vacation with your boo. So so let's get straight into the episode. Make sure you leave a review on this podcast. I cannot stress it enough. Please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you've been rocking with us all this time. And we're going to get straight into the episode. So hey, babe. What's good? <laughs> so before we get into this, um, tell the people a little bit about you, about us, just so they can get a feel of like who they, who they hearing right now. Well, first off, before I get into that, I wanted to say that was an awesome intro. <laughs> I've never seen you do that in person. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Brandon, uh, and we're about to get into some fun things that we do on our vacation. Yeah, tell us about you. <laughs> yeah. We just went over that. All right, uh, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and uh, I am a creative. I do all types of creative stuff uh, with photography, videography, cinematography, uh, music. I write music, record music, produce music, and I'm a content creator as well. And I don't know what else am I missing. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to get so people could get to know you a little bit. And I guess we should give them a little, just a little preview of like how we met. So, in short, because I know we love to tell this story. Nah, what, I'm gonna start what, it off. what should they know about our dynamic, our relationship, and like how we started traveling together? Because this is a travel podcast, so let's stick to the, All right. like, what. What led us to go on our first trip together? Uh, I don't know. You was always traveling, and I guess you was like, hey, you want to do some traveling with me? Because you exposed me to a lot of the traveling that we do now. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I grew up in the city, so... like, yeah, <laughs> like a lot traveling. of people grew up in cities. Like, tell us, what does that mean? Like, All right, so 
so I grew up in like a very urban city. I grew up in New York, Brooklyn, New York. And I feel as if when you grow up in a city like that, you're not exposed to the world how you're supposed to be. So with me, the first time I was even on a plane was at 22. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so I I guess like the first trip that I've ever taken was to L.A. And then when I met you, I saw myself taking planes a little bit more <laughs> than I'm used to. Uh, then we started to plan trips like outside the country. And, you know, you kind of broadened my horizon to what the world was. I saw that the world was way bigger than I thought it was. Then... I don't know. I feel like you kind of like introduced me to a lifestyle that I was like liking a lot. <laughs> so we continue to do that. And I just felt like, you know, this is something I could like. <laughs> right. So, yeah, we basically birthed this new travel lifestyle, got Brandon to get on them planes. Obviously, one thing detail we didn't say is that we are actually a long distance couple. So if you're a long distance couple, travel is going to be built into your relationship, whether that's driving to see each other, flying, training, swimming, (laughs) like whatever, any type of transportation, you will, you know, go with that method in a long distance relationship. So I really see like, you know, for if you are or are not, you're going to be traveling, you're probably going to want to go on a little vacation, whether it's, you know, um, domestically or internationally based on whatever with everything going on right now. So we're going to tell you some stories from some international trips and some domestic trips. So we're going to start off with Mexico, which was our first international trip together. And we actually went to Tulum, Mexico, which is like we flew into Cancun, took like a little hour and a half. Like, (laughs) oh, we got in this crazy van, hour and a half to get to the resort. We stayed at an all inclusive resort, and that's when the fun began. So, what would you say was like your highlight highlight of that Mexico trip? Because we did some cool things, like tell them like some of the things we did and like. But, like, let's start... Like, what did we do first? I feel like first we really just, like... First we were just eating a lot (laughs) until we couldn't even hold any more food in our stomachs. But I think some of the most memorable things is, like... I guess, like, the beach and just, like, the whole entire scenery. Just the scenery for me was, like, very... uh, It was very new because I haven't been to another country before that was my first time and to see just like the ocean uh the coast uh the mexican coast it was amazing just to be in another country overall but i feel like one of the things i enjoyed is like the excursion that we had through the jungle through the mayan jungle with the atvs oh they don't know you guys told them what it's (laughs) about what do we do yeah so like we went on like this small jungle excursion it was a small it was so it was a whole day trip let me get into it uh yeah so we rode atvs into the jungle and into the jungle where we had this authentic mayan like breakfast lunch brunch thingy in the middle of the jungle in like a hut (laughs) or something like that then we did zip lining where i almost died because the instructor gave me a broken harness 
Uh, then we went swimming in the underwater cave that uh, the villagers use as fresh water. So they make you take like a shower before you even enter into the water to take off any type of extra stuff that, you know, humans carry on them. Uh, then we got to like scale walls and do some more stuff. It was just... It was just like a whirlwind of adventure for me. It was right. like, I don't know. What do you remember from that day? No, yeah. The Mexico excursion was crazy. Because one, Brandon almost got in like 50,000 fights with these people. Because he was like not listening to the ATV instructions. And he like literally was going off and no. running over bobcats and stuff. And they was like, all. stay on the path. Stay with the group. And like- Brandon was like, y'all to be quiet he was like so they literally would turn off his atv first of all they gave me a broken one remember <laughs> like mine's died in the middle of the jungle then yeah. like you guys just left me and then one of the instructors had to come all the way back to come get me and i had to leave Yo, the that ATV was crazy in the middle of the jungle yes so, yeah, so. so and on top of that they gave me a broken harness <laughs> so, i mean so I almost hundreds died. of feet in the air. Yeah, hundreds yeah. of feet. I would have been air. so. Yeah. So I don't I, even know how I could have reacted. I'm so, the Lord was. The Lord was with covering. Me. Yeah. Us. <laughs> I I actually want to explain that because that was actually terrifying. So they took us to this zip line harness thingy that led to the other side of the jungle and you know everyone's going. Uh, so I decided to go first because uh, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to get it through with. So they hook me up to the harness. I'm literally a dangling over the jungle and I'm zipping all the way across. And when I get to the other end, there's another instructor waiting, which he inspected my my uh, harness and he lets me know, oh, this is no good. This is broken. Like, I don't know why they gave you this. <laughs> and then he was like, this is no good. <laughs> so he tosses it away. And I'm like, so what if it snapped while I was up in the air? And he was like, oh, just thank God that you didn't die. <laughs> I guess so. I was grateful for that. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And then I would say, like, the one thing about the Mexico trip was we actually met another couple on the trip. And I think that... That kind of added some different flavor to the trip because we um we were at the pool bar one day and there was another couple there. We're like, oh. hey, what's <laughs> up? And we and just drank the whole day. And I didn't realize how lit I was until we got out the pool. <laughs> and I was just <laughs> was like, dang. But in Mexico, they be pouring them drinks. Up. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, the bartender, like, every time he saw our cup at, like, a certain level, he will make sure, like, he adds more tequila. Yeah, after you take, pe- like, three sips, he would be <laughs> topping you off. I'd be like, dang. But I actually, like, I came to a lot of things that I realized in Mexico. Like, I'm a better swimmer when I'm drunk. So that's yeah, that's how I'm gonna identify. <laughs> I found that out. Yeah, because I remember like <laughs> I would looked up. Brandon was on the other side of the pool. I was like, dang. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Mexico was a fantastic trip. I think we were there for like five days. We got a really awesome deal. I think we was there for seven. Not for Mexico. Oh no. Yeah, Mexico, we were there, like, we got there. We didn't do seven, because I remember we had, like, one day of food, the excursion day, the pool day, and then we were, like, gone. Because we did the, we, we I went through Groupon, and I found, like, a really good deal. 
and we stayed at the um Grand Bayou Principe Tulum and they had like Oh, it was so cheap. We paid like 300 a person. Oh, side note, uh, Groupon is your best friend when you're trying to book trips or like just a discounted prices on group travels. So take it. It like, wasn't a group every- travel trip, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like they have like a lot of oh, yeah. good group deals on Groupon. <laughs> yeah. So Groupon was the goat for that. So, OK, so let's get into another trip we went on. We are going to get into our Hawaii trip because I feel like they're two contrasting trips. Like Mexico was like adventure and Hawaii was a little more laid back, calm. And we didn't stay at a resort. So um, just like some background, we went to we basically did a two part trip. So we went to Vegas for a couple days for my 21st birthday, which was very lit. Brandon planned awesome like birthday surprise for me um so vegas was vegas um not much to say about that other than vegas is expensive uh we went to dre's yeah we did breakfast we had like an early morning breakfast uh the spread was amazing uh we did the pool party at dre's yeah dre's day club night club yeah uh then we you know, we took like a little rest period. Then we went out to dinner. Then we came back. Then the next morning we drove to LA. Then we flew to Hawaii from LA. Mm-hmm. And that's when <laughs> the real thing began. So yeah, we went to Maui. I was I really wanted to go to Hawaii for my birthday. Um, Hawaii is very expensive. Um, if you're ever trying to go there, just save all of your money mexico was cheap hawaii was like a dent in your bank account (laughs) yeah that's because everything has to be imported uh to hawaii so that's why it's going to be very costly for food and other things that you want to do so just make sure that you have like a good amount of savings when you go to hawaii yeah the only thing that the thing that saved us was we got a really good flight deal from la so we got a really good flight deal to maui so we went to maui we got an airbnb actually airbnb was very expensive the goat um yeah so the airbnb was a studio and it was like maybe like a two minute drive to the beach like we could have walked but there was no like sidewalk or walkway to get to the beach so we just drove over we had a rental car too which added to another expense because you know maui and a lot of hawaii unless you're staying like on a resort or something you're not gonna have a way to get around um so one thing that was different about the hawaii trip than like the mexico trip was you know we were on a resort so we basically did things at our own pace we actually had to go to the grocery store and get our food <laughs> oh my god oh uh, bread was like ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know it was it was very interesting. I loved Hawaii. It was like a different type of vibe. It was a different mood aside from Mexico. Like I feel like Mexico was more party, adventure, and Hawaii was like chilled, laid back, and just very beautiful. But the thing that traumatized me about Hawaii <laughs> is when I almost died. Okay. He just had a little reptile. <laughs> All right. So for anyone who knows me knows that I'm not a good swimmer. So I just recently learned how to swim in Hawaii from my girlfriend, Joy. Thank you for teaching me how to swim. 
Uh, so I'm not a very strong swimmer at this point. So I decided to go out into the ocean with a boogie board. And when I went out to, to the ocean, I kind of pushed it just a little and went out too far. So the riptide kind of pulled me out. So when I fell off the boogie board, I was kind of like holding off for dear life. And Joy thought I was waving at her to like say hey from the shore. But I was actually waving for her to come and save me. So just so happened there was a free swimmer uh, going past and he saw me in distress. And he kind of helped me push me back to shore and swam me back to shore. And... Uh, I just thought that was it for me. I thought, hey, God, I'm about to die in paradise. Well, it was it was a good run. You know, if you're going <laughs> to take your last breath anywhere, why wouldn't it be Maui, Hawaii? Yeah, that was crazy because I didn't I had no idea what was going on. He was so far out. But I traumatic. felt like. I thought you like wanted to go that far out. No, I was like, bro. I was like, he's bold. I was like, no, I, don't I like wasn't going, going. I wasn't going out there. It pulled me out there. It was very traumatic for me though. Yeah. Um. Another thing about Hawaii. Oh, we was cooking up some good food. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like staying staying in the Airbnb because we kind of just went to the grocery store, made food, chilled at the Airbnb. The Airbnb also had a pool and the little comp condo complex. And we also did go to some hotels, like snuck. Well, I guess we snuck into the hotel pools, like at the like nice resorts. That was lit. Yeah, so we did get to like kind of feel like what the hotels were like. But I honestly like the Airbnb better than because um, I feel like the great thing about Car- the Caribbean and Mexico is like you get that all inclusive, and like <laughs> you could just eat and drink as much as you want. Versus like actual hotel, like in Hawaii, they weren't all inclusive, so. It would have just ended up being way more expensive, even more expensive than the Airbnb. I actually talked to some of the locals in Hawaii, and they said that like they often sneak into the resorts as well and use their pools. So that wasn't something that was uncommonly done. So I felt as if like we took a, we were kind of like locals. We were living like the locals, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So Hawaii was cool. Um, the only other thing I remember is we went to. Oh, when we first got off the plane, we went to this Hawaiian barbecue place that the. Oh yeah, the tin something the tin. Something. It was so good. The tin roof or something. Yeah, tin roof. It was so good. That food was. I maybe because we just got off like a five hour flight, but Uh, that thing was delicious. Hit in. Uh, they don't know how to drive in Hawaii either. Really? I, yeah, I came to that conclusion. I thought it was pretty calm. Yeah. Because everything was like a one-lane street. Yeah, I was doing most of the driving, though. <laughs> so, I can still tell what people are crazy drivers. Nah, bro. I think I was just upset when that lady took long to get out the way. But that's another story. How do you even remember, like, specific driving incidents? <laughs> Because I have a good memory, that's why. Okay. All right, cool. So we've talked about Mexico, Hawaii. So we can talk about probably like one more trip. So we have, we went, we did Spain. Spain was, also, Spain was, it was very essential for me. I don't know about you, but Spain was very essential for me. So. 
Spain. I studied abroad in Spain, as you guys know. Janelle and I talk about this for four all the time. Months, bro. <laughs> four long months. Yeah. So if you want to hear more about like my study abroad experience, we have a whole study abroad series on the podcast a few seasons ago. So go listen to that. But basically, I was in Spain and I didn't see Brandon for the whole time until my last week there. <laughs> Your very last week. So I was like, I can't take this no more. I'm going to come see you whether you're ready to see me or not. I booked Yeah, it we planned it. <laughs> I don't care, bro. Uh, I felt like Spain was essential for me because that was the first time I kind of planned like my like my own travel to another country like i mean you were there and i was gonna meet up with you and see you but me up yeah (laughs) i mean that's what it was (laughs) okay so spain here was the dealio brandon came for did you come for 10 days 10 days yeah brandon came for 10 days to madrid and we opted for airbnb and we found a nice Airbnb, kind of like not. It wasn't central, so we did have to like get hop on the train wherever we wanted to go somewhere. But it still wasn't that far from anything. And yeah, we had a really good week of also cooking. All uh, the grocery stores in Spain are so cheap. Oh my gosh, the goat! Spain was a goat because like eating out there was so cheap. Buying food out there so cheap. Dining in, dining out. Whatever you wanted to do, it was cheap. So that's why it was the GOAT for me. So I didn't have to break the bank when I went there. Uh, And with Madrid, it's a very metropolitan area. So it was very familiar to me. So I enjoyed my time at Spain. But let's get into the nightlife of Madrid, bro. Yes, because I feel like this is the first trip we actually indulged in nightlife. Because, you know, we didn't really talk about that. But because I had been living in Spain, I knew, like, where to go, like, how to navigate it, which made it way easier, I think, like, than just trying to, like, figure out, you know, what to do. So we went to the famous like tourist clubs <laughs> because they're the only fun thing to do in Madrid anyway. So, let's Brandon, I was there. I already knew what was going on. How did you feel the first night we was going out? Like what was expectation versus reality? Okay, so with me, me growing up in New York, the city that never sleeps, bro. Madrid is a city that never sleeps. Like, families are literally going out to eat at, like, 10 (laughs) o'clock until, like, 12, 1 a.m. And, you know, you're not, like, you know how, like, young people, they pregame, like, around, like, 12. Then they go out to clubs and, like, they go have fun with their friends out for, like, the rest of the night around, like, 10 or 9 or something like that. These people literally don't start pregame until like 1 a.m. Clubs don't open up till 2 a.m. And and like everything is already cheap there. So you're just like, yeah, let's have fun. Let's see. And it was just, I can't even fathom. You took me to a club that was like seven story. Like, if you're ever in Madrid, make sure you visit Capital. Yeah, that was like one of my greatest nightclub experience ever. Uh, 
I can't even explain it. Like the clubs were just like every floor was like a different party. And then you got to like the top of the club. It was, I don't know, just everyone is out. The streets are filled. They're so lively. You would think at like 4 a.m., you know, the streets quiet down. But no, it's even more in an uproar. Uh, I enjoyed myself a lot. I got to spend time with you. I got to have fun. Uh, again, I can't stress how being from New York just made it even more fun to like just live that type of lifestyle in a different country right. and have it be so familiar. No, yeah, for me, it's the cheap club entry fees for me. Yeah, <laughs> like seventeen dollar entry with, with drink. two, two drinks. <laughs> With drinks, <laughs> yo, that was oh, that's the part of Madrid I miss. Cause it was like I feel like clubbing in the U.S. Like it's just not about being in a different country and going to a club and being like, wow, this is it. Even though like the music, you just have to get drunk enough that you're ready to listen to music from like five years ago. Not that we're condoning alcohol, alcoholism. <laughs> twenty one plus, boo boo, twenty one plus. Or in if you're in Madrid, <laughs> eighteen, eighteen plus. But uh, just overall, just Madrid being just such a dope city. Uh, the food was okay. We cooked a lot to yeah. avoid it. Yeah, the food was okay. If you have a very broad palate, I would say try cooking your own food. They have a lot of fresh food out there, so they, like that's what I'm saying. They have enough. I feel like they have all the great ingredients. They just don't know how to put it together. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we actually cooked a lot. Um, when we went out some at some as well. Uh, what else about Madrid? We actually just did, like, we kind of just went with the flow. Like I feel like we had wine with every single meal. <laughs> every meal. I mean, because a bottle of wine was, like, $3. <laughs> so, wine is more expensive than, is uh, cheaper than water out there. I'm sorry. Like, I literally saw, like, a bottle of wine for, like, five bucks and a bottle of water for $10. Uh, that was kind of weird. Yeah, you remember when you saw that, like, case of beer? <laughs> yeah, it was a case of beer for 50 cents. I can't, I can't make this up. It was for 50 cents. <laughs> Yo. Uh, frats and sororities would go crazy in Madrid. They did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Spain was so cool. What was it like for you being, like, with the language? Like, I know, like, you've been around Spanish, you know, like, being in New York, like, but obviously they speak a different type of Spanish in Madrid. So, like, what was the language like for you? Well, for my... For the little experience I have with Spanish, uh, they speak it very proper, first off. Uh, that's like the most proper Spanish I've ever heard. But it's it's kind of weird for me because I could understand what they're saying, but I just can't I just can't articulate it back to them. Like I can't communicate it back to them. So like when your host mom had met me for the first time, she was speaking in her <laughs> native tongue. And she was like, oh, my God, she could understand what I'm saying. She And, like, you're like, yeah. So the language barrier for me, it wasn't too bad because I guess I had you there to, like, translate what I was saying. But I could understand everything that they were saying. So oh, yeah. That that's always cool. good. If, like, if you have some sort of comprehension, it just always makes it easier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So we're going to get into our last portion of the podcast, which is basically just giving, like, our top 
tips and advice for planning a vacation my like my first thing is like know what your budget is and try as hard to stick within that as possible like we said we've been on like some more affordable trips and some like expensive trips aka hawaii but we always try to keep it like figure out what's the budget like what are we trying to spend like for flights i don't think we've ever paid like brandon's madrid flight how much how cheap was that it was like in the 200s yeah it was like 240 like he had a brown trip flight so we always try to get it like work together to try to find like a good price uh another advice i guess like decide like how many people are going like have that set because I know airlines give like deals with like how many people are flying or like hotels or resorts. If it's like a group thing, the price overall is going to be cheaper. So I guess like have everyone on one accord so that you guys aren't up in the air like, oh, I got to book my flight this time or like this time. Try to do things as a group. But if it's just with you and your bae. I feel as if like you guys just have to plan everything to the T so you're not running out of money in another country or in another place, I guess. Okay, so what was like something that surprised you or just like you think people should know before like traveling with their significant other? Uh okay, so for us, for the people in long distance relationships, if you're going to do a trip together, uh, I know when you're in a long distance relationship, you want a recuperation time to like kind of reconnect with your significant other. So if you have a trip where you guys are going to be very adventurous, make sure you save some time to really just like just like chill, not do too many activities. Just try to reconnect with your significant other. Because I feel like that's important too. Because if you drown out the vacation with a whole bunch of activities, you feel like you didn't get time to really like spend time with your significant other, even though you are spending time with them. Activities could be very exhausting sometimes, but sometimes you just want a chill moment, just like a few in-home movies, probably like cook a dinner, just chill, not go out, probably like order takeout. Uh, just give yourself time to reconnect with your bae in another city and not just have a whole bunch of activities because like you've never been to a place. Like enjoy the time that you're spending with someone. Enjoy the scenery. Uh, that's my advice because I feel like sometimes like our vacations could feel kind of short because we had so many activities planned instead of just like reconnecting yeah i mean i feel like we have a good balance like most of our trips we'd have like one main activity like i feel like in hawaii we just like beach chilling cooking spain we're cooking and at night we went out and then i feel like mexico it was a short trip so we really just um you know did that one big day excursion which was fun because it's like you get to see how like your bay is in a different <laughs> element like i was like oh brandon a rebel <laughs> he don't like listening to people's instructions in the middle of the jungle <laughs> even though there's mountain lions out here about to kill us that's not what it was at all <laughs> well uh, it looks like we ran out of time for you to defend yourself <laughs> so no nah, that's because like we're not like other couples we're unmatched 
Amen. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was our vacation episode. Um, we still have so many different stories, so we might come back with a part two. You never know. You never know. Never if know. you leave a review and say that you like this episode, maybe we will come back with a part two. So I'll see you guys next week with Janelle. Janelle will be back with me. So I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll talk to you guys next time. All right, take care, guys.